This is our Pacific Northwest Music. We're going to be talking to local musicians, bands, talking about their passions and why they play such awesome music. Why would I ever want to miss this? Find us on Instagram or Facebook, Our PNW Music, or our website, ourpnwmusic.com. Skagit Valley, you don't want to miss this. You okay, so here we are, sitting down with Whiskey Fever. No. <laughs> <laughs> you said you weren't going to do it. Not again! <laughs> All right, so here we are, sitting down with Lazy Acres. And uh, first off, I mean, we always kind of start this way, just... You have to tell us who you are because there's a lot of folks who are going to listen to it and are like, who are these Lazy Acre kids? Um, we are a band out of Skagit County, a Seizure Woolly specifically, and uh, we're from the age range of 26 to 30. Jeff, you're 26, right? I'm 27. Yeah. 26, <laughs> 26, 27, 28, and then Trevor's the, the old he's blue about to out be of 30. us. Yeah, he's getting ready to retire. <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, yeah, so we're just, we're a band out of Skagit and we, uh, we play music. We're really busy. Uh, we play rock and roll music and, uh, well, everything that kind of fits under the, the vast umbrella that is rock and roll. And it's a wide range. Yeah, exactly. Right on. Well, um, one thing I noticed in doing these, these shows is that I don't give an opportunity right off the bat to play a song. And so then I've noticed that there's like this big gap. Well, we're talking, 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 and no song. So would you guys mind? I mean, here we are in the studio. You got your instruments. Would you mind maybe playing one? And I'd like to just start way back. I know you guys got a new album. I really want to talk about that uh, that's coming out. And uh, maybe we could play a song from that. But but maybe we could maybe we could hit one from way back. Um, okay. Maybe before we start, though, can you kind of lead us into Bridge? Bridge. That is an old song. I mean, that's I mean, we're talking. Me, uh, my brother primarily wrote it, but. He didn't. He couldn't play guitar at the time, so I I wrote the guitar for it, and we always sang it together. Uh, I was probably thirteen, maybe fourteen when it was written. So we're talking almost th- damn near thirty years ago, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, about fifteen years ago. And uh, the listeners are doing the math in their heads. Like, yeah. Secretly, West is forty five <laughs> years old. He said twenty six to thirty. No, uh, <laughs> so uh, basically, my brother was. Uh, I mean, obviously, from the song, he's he's a hopeless romantic, and the song was about. Uh, you know, love and the, the, the vast search that is love. Somebody wrote a love song? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Believe it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's basically what the song is. You know, it, it starts off and he says, I want to build you a bridge down to paradise and dance on the steps of heaven and do all this romantic stuff. And then by the end of the song, he says the the bridge I built you is falling down. It's by the ocean on the other side of town. And the broken wings, you know, that got broken on the way to heaven. It's, it's basically a tragic love story. And uh, it's the same four chord progressions that have been played by probably thousands of artists across the world. But I think every band deserves to write a song in them. So we wrote it. It's, it's C, G, A minor, F, by the way, for those who are curious. And Silence 
laughing to myself this can be real and it's not I just try to remember what I thought I had that bridge I built, you always falling down Yet it's by the ocean on the other side of town I'll spread my wings and then I'll fly away Because mine are broken and yours they lay on the floor To ignore your rest ashore You're all alone, there's no way home She's gone and she's just gone, oh so long Yeah, what a dream I had of the deep blue sea Trying to catch something I couldn't even see A memory, a moment, something like that In an empty room with a silence On a rest ashore You're all alone, there's no way home Now she's gone I think to myself, oh, that bridge I built, she's falling down. And I think to myself, oh, that bridge I built, she's falling down. And I think to myself, oh, that bridge I built, she's falling down. And I think, oh, I'm saying, oh, that bridge I built, you always falling. <laughs> Let's you, introduce them then. They're da, they're Lazy Acres, but who do we have here from the band? Uh, we have Wesley. My, I'm Wesley Jones. I'm like uh, the I sing and play the acoustic guitar, and I'm uh, Jeff Spradlin, and I play electric guitar and do moderately okay background vocals. <laughs> so we're only half, we're only half of Lazy Acres. We also have in the band, we have Joseph David Hayes II, which is the Roman second. numerals for the second. He's not a junior. He's the second. He's the uh, the bass god, and uh, then we have Trevor James Lance, who is our newest member of the band, who is a uh, absolutely phenomenal percussionist. Our our rhythm section is so much more talented than me and Jeff; True. it's not even funny. And so that's what kind of holds us together, you know, because a good good rhythm section is the foundation of a band. I pretty much just follow Trevor in every song. Exactly. You know? Yeah. No. So so you uh, you two have known each other since you said you were like fourteen. Is that right? Oh, Probably we've been 12. playing music together since we were fourteen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. How we long met in seventh grade. Yeah. Seventh Wes grade. didn't like me. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I, I, that's still pushing still, it. Still pushing yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh, um, and then we started playing. I started playing guitar around that same time. And then freshman year of high school, we kind of just ran into each other high, in high school and in the hallway. Decided to guitars. do the, the battle of the bands eventually. Yeah, and then yeah. we were in guitar class together. It was a guitar class. And as so well. we started. Uh, that's when I learned "Bridge" was the first time. It was the first original song we'd ever played together. Yep. And, and uh, this was in Cedar Woolley. Cedar Woolley High School. Yeah. yeah, we were both class of 2010. Yeah. Okay. So explain guitar class. Was that in school? Yeah, yeah it was. It, it was. It was. An, it was absolute madness. Where Experimental they took, for sure. Yeah, they <laughs> took the music teacher, the poor, poor Mister Mister Brask, who was a phenomenal music teacher, great choir teacher, yeah. a great choir teacher, great pianist. He could like. I mean, he was a very good teacher. And they, how the music program in Cedar Woolley works, as underfunded as it is, they're like, hey, kids want to play guitar. You're teaching a guitar class, and kids see guitar class on possible classes that they can put in for and take. And so every single kid that had been playing guitar for God knows how many years was like, I want to be in guitar class. And oh, so I got to play guitar at school for an hour and there a half? Was yeah. zero, <laughs> there was zero curriculum. Within, by day three, he just gave up. And we just walked around the, the hallways in the school and said, you know, like, he's, everybody just come up with a project. And at the end of every week, just show us what you've done. So it yeah. would usually result in like a three-chord progression. And me and Jeff would just solo over it. And that was pretty much the entire <laughs> That was our class. final. Yeah, that was our final, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you said that you learned bridge yeah. during that time, but did anything else come out of that class as far as something maybe you might play today? Uh, today, I mean, no. I was like, ah. <laughs> no. There was this, we always reverted back to this one song that was twiggy, two chords. Twiggy, wiggy. Twiggy, wiggy is what it was called. <laughs> and it was, uh, our friend it was literally it. just two chords, and we just soloed over it for like a half hour. And some, some, <laughs> some vocals, or in some lyricism. My brother was gifted from a young age at lyricism, and with lyricism, and I, I, I wasn't. So <laughs> the, 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 chord, or the lyrics in that song are just obscene. Like, I don't even I know. Remember I remember them. So, um, 
Yeah. And Jason Ludwig was a big part yes. of that song too, a friend of ours. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, it ended up being like twenty of us all playing the same two chords in the hallway, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just like over and over again. I'm sure that teacher hated us for that song. But. Yeah, it was terrible, but it was fun, and that was we can really attribute that to how we learned how to solo. I didn't know yeah. how a guitar solo worked before that. I didn't know that like I still the structure don't. of it. <laughs> I didn't know like you have bass chords like these that make these pillars and they you can fit these scales inside of these that stay inside of this pillar that is yeah. the bass chord. You know, and, and that that's it's yeah, that's basically how we learned how to solo. And then from there, you know, and then it just we stuck together. We did a talent show. What was the uh, what was our band name? Uh, the complete musical experience and Jeff and Jeff. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was that was uh, that would be me and my brother. We're hum- we humbly called ourselves the complete musical experience. And then, like two days before, they were like, "Hey, Jeff plays guitar. He can play with and us." And, <laughs> yeah. Jeff. and let's throw Jeff in there. So <laughs> that's awesome. There's yeah. a yeah. There's a there's a picture of us somewhere on stage. I've got it on that. Facebook. That was after I yeah. died, tried dyeing my hair platinum blonde. Yeah, and I had a, <laughs> I was wearing like a brown polo shirt. American <laughs> yeah, yeah, American yeah. Eagle shirt. Yeah. Had long like mop head of hair and yeah. Yeah. So that that was that was a little bit in high school and then uh, I mean we always played music together and then post high school. Well, we lived together for. Yeah, a post, while. Yeah, so post we, high school, after yeah. high school, we just played music like every day together. Yeah. And well, when you guys were playing in high school, was it just cover type stuff besides the bridge, or was everything you playing? No, stuff we played that a lot. Of, we played a lot of originals. Me and my brother used to write. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. Bridge is probably the only one that I actually remember. Is it was a lot further, uh, as far as sh- I mean, I say more this of a about complete a, song. Yeah, it, I say this about a four chord song. Which yeah. Structurally, it, it had a lot more than the other ones. Yeah. They were. They just had a lot. It was catchier than the other one, so it stood the test of time better. We did a lot of Eagles covers. We did, uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eagles, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, we did, did a lot uh, of Eagles covers. I know we did some covers. I, I'm not. In, I, we might have played. We did some Pearl Jam. Peaceful Easy Feeling is the one I remember doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then we did uh, Patience by Guns N' Roses yeah. before. Yeah. Um, was there any kind of aha moment that you guys had that you know, obviously separately, um, you know, that made you guys wow. know that you want to be a musician? You know, hmm. like, you know, something that happened when you were playing music or, or in life that you thought, you know what, I can do this as a profession or I want to do this as a profession. Uh, I got mine. I got mine right off the bat. Uh, I played at uh, my high school graduation mm-hmm. and I, I wrote an original song for that. Uh, and my buddy PJ played a cello over it and did a cello solo over it, which was rad. And uh, I got a standing ovation from five thousand people, wow. and that was yeah. when I was like, that "Yeah, was, yep. I, I need to. Tr- I can do this." You know, like it usually averages from like five to fifteen people that get give the standing of standing ovations now. But uh, I've just been working up towards that number. <laughs> <slowly>. <laughs> it's it. trying to get back up to yeah. five thousand. Hit that high. Yeah, yeah I gotta hit that high again. It's all been downhill from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I'm. Take my back to like the first time somebody ever handed me a guitar, you know. I mean, uh, I had but a, when was that? I was a little 12, yeah, 12 years old. Uh, I was like sixth grade. Neighbor across the street had a boyfriend that played guitar, and I uh, went over there and he taught me smoke on the water, you know, taught oh, me three, four notes, you know. And I was like, wait, I actually like made noise out of like my hands and like this, and actually was able to like play a song, you know. And I was like, okay, so I begged my parents to like let me buy a guitar with like my birthday money and. Finally, like my mom was like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" And ordered me an acoustic guitar online, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, let's try it." And I still have that hanging on my wall. It's a terrible guitar, but yeah. it's, there. <laughs> it's um, there. I don't have any of my first instruments. But yeah, and then I started getting way more into playing electric and uh, just buying amps and new guitars and constantly upgrading. But it's turned into a more. It's severe, more of an obsession. A more now. severe addiction in yeah. the last year. Yeah, my wife is not very <laughs> amused by my. Uh, <laughs> How well, many instruments I own? But. Let's uh, before we get going because this progression is really cool. It's it's good to kind of get to know you guys, but also we want to cut some music in. Um, okay. So uh, we're gonna play "Sweet Helena." Uh, can you talk about that song? Absolutely. Um, "Sweet Helena." This is, off, this is off the new album, right? It's gonna be on yeah. the new album. Yeah. This was uh, "Sweet Helena" is a song that sounds. I mean, it does have a a, a deep attached meaning to it. But nothing that pertains to me or anything I've done. I've never even been to Helena, and uh, but I I met somebody at it's a, about Helena Montana. Yeah, yeah. At, at an open mic, and they said that they were from Helena Montana, and I, I always thought it was Helena, and when I you just read it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I just was like, God, that's just such a cool name for a down. And I'm not gonna write a song that's like, Oh, Cedar Wally, you know. So like, <laughs> I was like, I 
I love I love it. It's, it has a good. It has just a good ring to it. And uh, I had uh, just kind of attached like just a hypothetical story about like sometimes people leave home, you know, and uh, they kind of have to, well, you know, wonder if it's after you've been away for so long and, and been so used to the places that you've gone, is it really worth going back? You know, it's, has it changed? Has it changed for the better or worse? Or yeah, do you even want to go back at all? That's kind of the that's kind of what that song ties into. Headed due north out the state of Nevada Across the old Jay Rockies and into Montana Miles Road seems all the same My sweet home Helena calling my Been thumbing this road far too long to go back. Well, if things don't get better. So I just, I was uh, left with my mother's house like the week before I graduated high school and she was just like, she moved in with her boyfriend. She's like, all right, well, here you go. And then after like a month of that, she's like, you need some roommates, you know, and start paying <laughs> me money for this. And uh, 
So I got a couple of roommates, and Wes just kind of came along. He wasn't actually an official roommate for a while. <laughs> I was but, a, uh, I was a couch mate. He was like he's like, oh wait, I don't have to stay at my dad's house. Like I could sleep on your couch. I'm like yeah, man. So he just came over, and uh, we were both working part time at the time. So we were just you know I, think I was I, working like twenty hours a week maybe. Yeah, I walked straight to car dealerships. So oh, okay, so you went forty. Yeah, I went full time. Right yeah, away, which yeah, back and then. Other than that, we were at home playing music in the garage, playing or music or and doing other engaging you know, other. Extra, adult activities yeah extra <laughs> curricular activities um, uh, and uh yeah we that's when we started we got together with a couple of guys that we do known in high school and played some music together and started our first uh i would call that more heavy rock it was heavy heavy rock, rock. Yeah. we all had electrics not quite metal heavy distortion you know, yeah drop d tuning yeah yeah heavy distortion uh, and then we, we we didn't really do anything with that we played a couple of house parties but that was it we wrote like three or four original songs in that or I something. I would call it three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah. And then, but, I mean, two of those I really still enjoy. Like, I yeah. love those songs. Like, the lyrics. That they we might make though. a comeback someday. But they, they are heavier. We'll you know, yeah. so it, it would have <laughs> – people would have to really like us before yeah. we could, you know. Start going that route. Yeah. yeah. It's like introducing, like, so a risky a, girlfriend to your family yeah. or something. You know, you got to make sure that they really love you first. And then and then you can go move on. Yeah. And once, once again, I have to ask them, is there anything – Obviously, it was a totally different style, but is there anything that you pulled out of that that you're using today? Uh, I would say energy level on yeah. stage. So the stage presence. Yeah, yeah, we uh, yeah, we get we have a lot of fun when we play, mm -hmm. and especially we we kind of got this mentality, especially when we're in a building or in a venue where it's uh, you know, you're like you're playing to people's backs and like because we're still really new as a band and there's not a lot of people that know about us, and uh, so when you're playing places that you know, it's hard to get people into it, and you might win a couple of them over. We kind of just get this mentality to where we're like, screw it, let's let's play this freaking, you know, and it's a paid practice, you know. But yeah. Just, yeah. And even when we practice, we jump around and play. That's just the way that we always have, get excited when we play. I almost move around more in practice I feel exactly. like, than I do yeah. at shows. What's, uh, you know, I'm going to ask Wes, and then Jeff, I want you to jump in after he talks about the song. But what song do you think, maybe, maybe off your new album, is something that you guys – like when you play it, you're just like, all right, the crowd's really into this. It's kind of one of the one of the go-to songs. Oh, originally, originals. I would have to. I would say the catchiest one that we play, that people hear it and they go, oh my gosh, that's a good. It would have to be uh, "Look Away." "Look Away" is definitely, yeah, definitely the one that gets uh, has just a lot of catchy riffs, and it, it's one of those songs that has stages. It starts off with this big theatrical four-part harmony. And then it breaks into just this really groovy, just like, I mean, just kind of like drivey, acoustic driven, like guitar riff. And then halfway through the song, Jeff comes out with this just tasty, tasty lead riff. And it brings it into like a hoppy, almost like a, almost like a pop rock sound. And it just, uh, yeah, that's the one that I think people vibe most with. And, yeah. and for people listening who, who don't know... Wes, you're a, a big guy, but you dance. You can. You have so much energy on stage. <laughs> well, you the two of you dance it. together. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, Wes <laughs> just gets down. I yeah. love going to watch Wes. It's just it's <laughs> just the way we've always played, you know. And when you, when I'm excited, I move. That's just like yeah. It is fun. Yeah. So what about uh, what, what kind of what do you think about that song? I, then? I look away is like I mean that's a song that I had like four guitar riffs that we didn't know what to do with. And we were like, well, let's put them all in the same key and make it a song. <laughs> and we're like, okay, cool. So then, and the way it built up, especially with like the intro, was just like we started just kind of messing around with that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we we're like, okay, let's start singing over it. And then all of a sudden, all four of us are singing and hitting different harmonies. We're like, all right, let's try it, you know. And it, we got um, about a thirty percent success rate. Yeah, and it was it was just like a <laughs> the way I the strum pattern that I was doing was I was trying to be more dancey than anything and more instead of rock and trying to just like branch out. And then when I hit like the uh, I'd say it's not really a bridge. It's, I don't know. The breakdown? Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, it's a breakdown. Yeah, yeah. But it, when I hit that, I was just like, I was listening to a lot of like newer age indie pop rock type of stuff. And I was like, all right, this fits perfectly. And I tried to get people to like dance and move. And we always tell it people. It gets me to move every time. It's so. a great song. Yeah. When people, like, it, it's the, it has stages and it's yeah. misleading. So people will kind of they'll start listening oh my gosh it's a four-part harmony and when you know when we hit it good it sounds really cool it's like a fifth cathedral like oh yeah you it's know like queen like, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. well that's what we're hoping to be we love queen and, as well and, so. Uh, <laughs> so and then it has the groove and people will kind of sometimes get out and kind of start like slow dancing a little bit and i'll usually like between between verses just be like <laughs> hey it's gonna change it's gonna change a lot i just want to <laughs> let you know that and pretty soon it's like <laughs> and you know people are like oh okay you know yeah. so 
the way we like our crowds usually pretty tuned up you know that it, it, it hits perfect and it's a yeah it's a song we have a lot of fun with mm-hmm. well uh let's talk a little bit then uh we didn't really talk about how you guys became lazy acres so we were in another band before uh with so we had went through like three different bands um we had the first one, which was like the harder rock band, and then we were in a roots hip hop band. Yeah. So we, we had we, did, uh, we had big. a lead rapper, and I was playing piano and big guitar. Tone and it big wasn't you rapping because I've heard yes, you he rap before. Yeah, okay. They did both. But we uh, we had a much we had a very talented friend of mine uh, named Raymond Army Hill. He went by Big Moan. So the band name was actually Big Moan and the Brothers Frog. Yeah. And uh, we played. I mean, we opened. And Jeff. No, yeah, exactly. Was, exactly. That, by that time, by that time, I had let him no, in the group, and I was actually like the second installment. I wasn't an original member of that yeah, either. So yeah. me and Wes kind of because you got frustrated at the last band that we were in because we would practice once every six months and try to call it a band. And yeah, I was, exactly. I was like, I can't right. do this. So yeah, so we uh, so we started playing, and then Jeff was kind of poking around, like, yeah, man, you guys are playing a lot. Yeah, man, I, I really like to you know one day like start playing music again in a, in a band you know like that would be cool like if, if i could like if i could you know like Puppy i kind of want to play in a band if and i, I was find just, a band and i was they just wanted like, me do you want to be back in the band jeff and then <laughs> jeff was back in the band he played yeah. keys and he played uh he played keys and electric guitar and uh we we opened for big acts at the wild buffalo hmm. played at the shakedown in bellingham played at venues down in seattle got really spoiled with a lot of big shows that we got to play and we had a huge following Business-wise, we were absolutely terrible. We oh, didn't have awful. CDs. We didn't have merch. We didn't have anything. I we mean, didn't absolutely make it, We nothing. didn't make any money. We, we didn't, didn't make any, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it was we terrible. We didn't paid anything for any show, I don't we think. We sold out the Wild Buffalo one time at, uh, opening up for Bubba Sparks. I don't know if either of you yeah. guys are familiar with Bubba Sparks. He's the one that sings the... Uh, was it Deliverance? Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, so we opened for him. Anyways, that from that, we parted ways. Our friend Raymond just didn't want to do it anymore. How long ago was that? This had been... Four, five years Six ago. Six years ago. Five years. I think five was our last show at the Royal. Oh, that's probably right. Yeah. I forgot about that one. And uh, yeah, so then we split up, and then we tried doing just the Brothers Frog with the other two uh, original members of that. Our friend Nathan Bjorndal and uh, Isaac Brown on the drums, who both are just absolutely, I mean, irrationally phenomenal musicians. And uh, then we ended up just kind of, just kind of sputtering out after that. I was lost. Uh, music wasn't really doing it. We weren't really getting anywhere with it. it was and we yeah. were playing some shows once every three months. Yeah, maybe, and it was just—it was hard to—it was hard to build structure, and I'm—you know—nobody's to blame. I, it's just one of those things that, like, eventually you grow out of a stage. And we had been playing music. I'd been playing music with these same three people with for, forever. It seemed like, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, nothing personal. I just stepped back. I, I called it quits. I said, "Let's—I'm just not going to play music for a while," and I, I didn't play music for anybody for about a year and quit just quit playing mm-hmm. and uh yeah i uh got together with my wife and we started uh i was just moping one time saying man there's all these cool bands you know jim gypsy and the whiskey fever playing music i want to play music for people and she's just like you don't need a band to play music like you can go just play music and i'm like oh my gosh yeah that's a good idea and so i started playing shows here and there and we uh Jeff's like, Hey man, I see you're playing music. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, and he's like, Yeah, man, you would be really cool. If I could <laughs> oh, puppy dog no, no, no. Yeah, I was like, let's jam. That's dude. not how that works. No, worked. that didn't work. <laughs> I was I was just like, Hey, I need a little bit more. Yeah. I need, you know, people there's more people here, more crowd involvement. People are getting up and moving. Hey, let's freaking start jamming again. Let's start playing again. So we started playing again. And then it just got to the state the top the like we were going to like bars in town and we were just packing the place. And uh, it was just getting to the point to where we're like, we need. And then we, we did the band. we did the Barry Dairy Days in Burlington, mm-hmm. and it's just this huge stage, huge sound system. Oh, it was it, just us two. It was just I us two. I forgot about time. that. And we're like, we need more than this. This isn't this isn't working. Like we need we need uh, we need a rhythm section, and uh, that was when Joe kind of just came into play. We didn't. He played in a metal band before, like a hardcore, like, like death metal, crazy like don't show your parents type of music. <laughs> I mean, his parents, went to his, his poor parents went to his shows, but, uh, yeah, he got, <laughs> he ended up asking to be in the band. We were out in Bellingham one night, believe it or not. And, uh, yeah, he was just, it was his birthday. He was, he was pretty tuned up. And I think he finally got the courage just to ask, man, when are you going to let me be in your band? I said, I, did, I didn't know that was on the table. Like if I had, I known I'd asked you months ago. And so, yeah. At, at that point, so so then there's three of you at this point, and, and 
we had a we tried out some drummers um went through a couple of them and just wasn't really a good fit for a while yeah um, yeah we worked uh yeah what do you have then for songs at that point um you know, obviously we go back to the bridge or bridge. I'm sorry. I would, yeah. say, I would say most of the songs that are on our EP, our, our five song EP. So mm-hmm. we had a like Tony was a song, uh, Hook. the town. Uh, Hook, Hook was Hook and Tony were I think the first two that we were like wrote together. Yep, yep. And uh, and then Outlaw, Outlaw was another yeah, one that did was you, on that. Did uh, you have that before we started jamming or after? I think I wrote it during. During. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that about th- three years. Or, yeah, two and a half, three years ago yeah. now. Yeah. And. Okay. Um, yeah, and so we had a, a we went through a couple of drummers, and uh, we had a fit that worked for a while. Uh, this kid uh, Zach Schmidt was our drummer for a while, and he did really good. And uh, we ended up uh, hearing uh, catching wind that Trevor was going to be coming back to the valley, mm. and uh, at that time, uh, our Zach had so many projects going on. You know, we figured, well, let's get somebody that's one hundred percent committed to us. Committed to us. That way, we don't, you know. And Trevor also was a good friend for a long time. So well, uh, where does he come in musically? Like uh, you say he's coming back to town. Was he? He was living yeah. in Seattle. Okay. He was and actually he was playing with a band called the Bear Dance out yeah, of Seattle. Well, he's from Cedar Woolley though. Yeah. So, I mean, we all went. To, my brother was like really good friends with him all growing up. He's my brother's age, and he heard I was playing guitar when I was like 14, and he brought me over a guitar amp that sounded better than mine, and was like, "Hey, man, you should try this." Showed me a couple of things, and went on his way. And always been a, a musical influence. Always been supportive. Us. And always, so. he's always been. He's played with some big groups before. He mm-hmm. played with like I've Dil- seen him around. Too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he played with like Dylan Jacobson, who like toured nationally. National He's toured a couple of times, and as far as being experienced in the band, he was like you know really experienced as far as playing music and stuff. And uh, yeah, he seen us at a show and uh, was like, "I want in." Yeah, it was actually at his high school uh, reunion. Yeah, he just stood in front of me and watched me play. I got really nervous because <laughs> I was like, "Why is he staring at me?" And then he was just like, "Yeah, so you guys need like a drummer and stuff." Yeah, so we ended up making it, making it work, and uh, yeah. that was it. And then uh, that birth from the flames of that was the current entity that is Lazy Acres. We had him play a show within like three weeks of joining. <laughs> <laughs> Baptizing fire at, at the Wild Buffalo too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, so let's uh, let's put another song out there. Okay. How about um, the town? The town. Okay. Uh, the town was a song. There. Uh, this is how I introduced it at every show, and this is the best way to introduce it, and it's pretty quick. There is, there are so many things in the world that give a musician uh, influence to write a song. They can be angry, you can be sad. I've even heard of people writing a love song. Uh, <laughs> you just there's so many things that can influence <laughs> it. And uh, at this point in time, uh, I had just gotten together with my wife. I had finally got my life was an absolute crapshoot for for a couple of years, legal issues and not having a driver's license and. I just, uh, I finally got my stuff together. I got a good job, and it was just like I was playing guitar one day, and I I started playing that guitar riff, and uh, I was like, "What am I gonna write the song about?" You know, and then I was like, "You know, life's actually pretty good," you know, and I was like, "I live in this cool little town, you know, the town that I grew up in," and uh, yeah, let's, you know, and so then I just kind of, there ain't no town quite like the one that I grew up in. You can tell how old the song is because I say I'm nearly 25. And I'm going on 29 now, so yeah. But yeah, that's that yeah, one. Ancient. Exactly. Ancient. Yeah. So that one. Uh, yeah, I just I just came up with it, and that was how it ended up how it ended up coming to be. There ain't no town quite like the one that I grew up in. I'm so stuck here now, I'm nearly 25 Where I was born and raised, where I first fell in love And likewise the one I'm merely thankful I survived Good God, I'm alive and free You can't take that from me For life ain't as difficult as we all make it out to be But it seems unclear The directions I've steered I don't care if I wind up on top as long as I'm right here. When I look at my lady, I ask how'd I get so lucky? How she struck me the first time I seen her eyes. The world's so minuscule compared to how she loves me. Holds no riches that would make me leave her side 
I'll tell you what I'm thinking of It's falling in love And I'll take it as a lesson or a blessing from above But it seems now a blur On those hells in which I stir I don't care if I wind up on top As long as I'm with her Oh, how rewarding when you make a point to change Take out the negative and unrewarding thing And for a moment seems it all just moves so fast That's cause the good times never last Yeah, yeah When I think about this life, finally I look above and smile. It's been a long road, but I got it figured out. Long stretch and hard fall, yeah, it took me quite a while. But I know for certain that I made my mama proud. Because this is the life I lead where I need to be. I'm high and proud up on this cloud of positivity But it seems now clear Directions I've steered I don't care if I make my way around As long as I'm here and good guy I'm alive and free You can't take that from me The life ain't as difficult as we all make it out to be But it seems unclear Directions I've steered I don't care if I wind up on top As long as I'm right here No, I don't care if I make my way around As long as I'm right here So let's talk about the new album. Uh, where did you know some of the songs you pulled from 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 before? You just mentioned the five five EP, and then yeah. and then some of them are new. Mm-hmm. And where did you guys record it? Let's kind of talk about all that. So uh, I had an old friend of mine, uh, Billy Keller, and I've been I like lived in his apartment when I was like 17, 18. and this is your way to tell everybody you have friends. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. this is my one friend, Billy. That. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> And we were talking about recording. We recorded the EP at our friend's house, and he, I saw him building a studio down in Marysville, and it actually looked really cool. And I was like, okay. And he's very knowledgeable. I mean, he is a sound engineer. He's tech. been doing it yeah. for five years or something. So, yeah, yeah, he went to college for it. He did the whole thing. And I was like, like he was going to college for it when we were hanging out all the time until he moved down to Seattle and started being in touring metal bands. And, uh, yeah, we were like, uh, West, I mentioned to West, West, re- West reached out to him. Um, yep. Set it all up, and yeah, it's uh, called Snowho Studios. Snowho Studios, yeah, it's the Snohomish County between Marysville and Lake Stevens. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we we talked about it. We procrastinated for about a year, and then uh, <laughs> finally, lo- in September, we set it up. We finally set a date up, and we went there, and we cut the entire album pretty much in a weekend. Wow. Other than other than a little bit, but it was too. It was a Friday night. Uh, what was it? Probably five, six hours on Friday night. That was, it was 12. Friday night was mainly set up. Yeah. And then it was like 12, 13 hours a day for Saturday and yeah. Sunday. Mm. And we got the tracks, uh, the drum tracks down good. And then we got the uh, everything down pretty well to where it was. Uh, we, then we would come back and Jeff redid some guitar parts. We had Joseph come back and do. Yeah. We did some I vocal pretty much harmonies just went down and, and whatnot. Re-amped. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So we were able to take my signal that I had played in because we went from my guitar to a. DI box into my board into my amp and then mic'd it, but that DI signal was also recorded raw, so we could take my guitar signal, oh, nice. re-put it through everything, and then re-record it if I wanted to change like my reverb settings or anything like that. So I spent a whole day down there, like ten hours, just like tinkering on my pedal board and it's <laughs> building <laughs> reverbs out of yeah. you know everything, <laughs> wow. and it was it was it was a great fun day, but mm. it was just very tedious and it was yeah. like it, we're like we'd get to a part where I had to switch settings, so I just had to like walk out of a room, click some buttons, and then close the door, sit down. My guitar would play with that by itself, and then I mean, <laughs> just copious amounts of pizza and beer and whiskey. Oh, so and much! <laughs> uh, what was it Sahara pizza? Yeah, Sahara oh, pizza. Yeah. I didn't oh, want to yeah. see pizza for a long time. Uh, yeah, we ended up uh, 
it just the efficiency of, of Billy too, like the way that he works. I'm, I'm going to do a shameless plug here. Snowho Studios to anybody. S N O H O Studios. Look them up. They're good. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just the difference in efficiency of having somebody that's actually an audio engineer cut a record for us. Was and also a great musician. Uh, yeah. So. And so by the time that you would realize you were messing up, you're like, oh, I think I messed up. It. it would already be stopped. And you'd be like, I think I, he's like, I know. And then it's click, 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 yeah, just click tracks going, and you're ready to report. Yeah. yeah. He like, I thought I snuck one through on him and he just like, I hear it all stop. He's like, sir, do you know why I pulled you over? I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all so right, I, here we go. <laughs> so had you guys uh, used click track before? No. Uh, one time uh, we recorded up here in Bellingham. Not with, not with the group though. Different group. Different but how that, was that a, a hiccup for you at all or? Surprisingly, no. Well. I don't know. I can't speak for Trevor because he's the one that actually really used the click track. I just played to him afterwards because we yeah. recorded the drums first. I don't know. I think uh, that we all did pretty good. Billy said as far as the bands that he's recorded that we were pretty seamless as far as because we play together a lot. I mean, we, we we play together a lot. I see these guys more than I see anybody else. Mm-hmm. We're talk, we practice two times a week. During the summer, we play we shows. We count the a practice, too. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Technically <laughs> speaking. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was uh, – he said that it was pretty good, and the quality that came out of it. Uh, we ended up trying to send it to a different guy. Uh, it got really well known for mastering down in Seattle, and he sent it back, and it was different than Billy's mastering. But it, I didn't think it was. We didn't. We agreed. There's things it I liked. There's things I didn't like. About exactly. It, you know? So it, in the way that the, I mean, it, if the songs that you plug in off that, you'll be able to hear the quality of it. It's just it's night and day. Well, speaking of that, let's plug one in. So um, based on we already played. The one track we talked about earlier, um, and then the couple that you played in the studio. Uh, what's another al- uh, song of the album that we should pull out and, and play? So yeah, I was thinking Mother Son, um, one of my favorites off the album. It's a big sound, big rock song. It's a song we would refer to as a banger. Banger. Yeah. Uh, it's dancey. It's rock. It's got acoustic parts. It's good vocals, good harmonies. Yeah. It's a good song. I really like the lyrics of it too. It's yeah. got. A, it's actually one of the deeper meaning lyrics that I have out of the songs that I wrote. With all the words I said, I feel it's been too long. I need to step back now, write a serious song. I've been a crazy kid, getting delirious one. There ain't no way around it. I am a mother's son. Wish I could take it back. The wretched things I've done. Get my mind on track. My mind and body's done.
every song's different. You know, I, I listened to the other podcast with Jack talking about it, and <laughs> he has this just meticulous process right. the way he writes songs. I'm I'm not like that. It's absolutely haywire. It'll either be like I'll have every bit of the song written and recorded on Snapchat in my truck, or uh, <laughs> in my true. mix. I drive mixer, so I'm in yeah. a in a cab twelve hours out of the day, or. I'll write it chord by chord and just sit down. And some songs just spill out of me, and some songs are, you know, take months to write. I was t- I was talking to the other musician in your family, Carly, and she <laughs> said that she said that she helps you write all your music. She does. Mm, there you she, go. Uh, every time that you hear a lyric in one of my songs, and it's just super catchy, and it just sounds like like uh, uh, I have a song that I play solo. It's the uh, I, let's not refer to that song. Oh, okay, I'm gonna do it. Uh, Last of their kind. Uh, I had a lyric that said, uh, uh, some roads run both ways and some roads lead astray. and Or no, uh, some roads run both ways and something or another. And I just kind of, and she's like, how about some roads run together and some run to an end? And I was just like, mm. oh my God. Yeah. And so yeah. she, yeah, she has a she's great, great, she's uh-huh. a super musical mind. And yeah, she helps me with everything. We played, we play music together and uh, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Yeah, I, the first time I met her, I was like, well, hold on now. I, I saw you on Facebook and your profile. You got like a violin in your hand. What's going on here? Yeah, and that was when we yeah she started played talking, violin so. for, for 10 years, and she's wow. incredibly, yeah, incredibly talented at her. I'm trying to drag her out on stage one day, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. I'll keep working on it. She Keep chipping away. So when when can we expect, I mean, do we have a release date for the new album when it's coming out? <laughs> I don't think we can talk about it. Oh, we can't oh, yeah. so um, That's the only aim, thing. Let's just say we're aiming for spring. Uh, well, but in the meantime, if it's not out, people can listen to your five uh, song LP on Spotify. Our, yeah, our, EP, our EP, EP is on on Apple Music, all all, all streaming platforms, and we just released a single. You don't have to listen to that. That will be it's yeah. Good. It's not bad. <laughs> it's it's not bad, and it, it represents a time in our yeah. band, you know. So uh, and then we did release one of the songs off the album, which is uh, and that's times streaming like now. now. Yes, Times oh, Like yeah. Now is on YouTube every, everywhere. There yeah, Apple yeah, Music, that's Spotify. The one to go check out right now. Exactly. exactly, and it's that's one of our bangers as well. And uh, yeah, and we're uh, we're just starting to pick up, starting to play shows again. So we'll be around. Uh, just uh, follow if you can go to our Facebook page or our website. Uh, ThatLazyAcresBand.com. ThatLazyAcresBand.com. We <laughs> plug in all of our all of our music in there. We put in all of our show dates. That way, you know, we're, we're going to be setting up an email list and a newsletter and stuff pretty soon. That way people can pay attention to us because, uh, we, we really like attention and oh, we yeah. really need it. And we've now and delegated that to somebody else. That's a lot yeah, more organized. Yeah. Yeah. We have a manager now. So oh, that's yeah. taking care of all the logistics of like, you know, booking shows and we and didn't have to go through the person. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. That's true. Well, yeah. you know the uh, person's not doing their. We don't job have like a publicist good. yet or anything. You know. Yeah. Well, there's we have this thing where I I believe that like you know uh, people some bands uh, need somebody to stick up for them and uh, you know to maybe to those venues that don't want to pay their bands or don't pay their bands enough or you know people that don't pay them till the next day. Exactly. Stuff. You know. We just. Uh, we gave that to somebody else that's an absolute hard ass about it. And uh, he's going to make, you know, just so we don't have to worry about the petty negotiations. We can just concentrate on showing up to the venue and uh, kicking Playing ass. Music. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, and I can speak for, for myself at least. And um, we got your back, too. Hell yeah. You're a big dude, too. You're a big dude, you know, yeah. I didn't mean in that manner. I got no, your yeah, back, right. brother. I feel a lot safer now. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, he, I, we just, I, I really love your style. And, and yeah. we've seen, I've seen you live a few times. And, um, it's it's awesome. It's good stuff, and it's coming uh, out of Skagit County, and and that's another positive, you know, yeah. local, and I was local to hear. Blown so. away the first time I heard you sing, Wes. I mean, you're one of my favorite singers in the whole county. You're just, uh, it's just I wasn't awesome. born. I wasn't blessed with the this beautiful voice <laughs> when I was a child, or I didn't just wake up one day and sing. I, I worked for years and years oh. and years and years to develop the voice that I have. So I take it, that. Comp- or th- or take that compliment. It's just seems so well. natural. Thank I you. don't know. It's just gorgeous. I it, love it. Thank you very much. Let's play. Uh, let's play one more song on the way out. We're going to play after work. Oh, okay. Right the on. new one. Oh, yeah. That one's uh, actually not even going to be on the EP or the new album. Uh, keep your eyes and ears anyway. peeled for that one in the future. That I think this is the first time we've ever played it in front of people that aren't us. Time's wasting 
Well, guys, here we are, KMRE Radio, and uh, I just want to say thanks for coming out. Yeah, Absolutely. thank you for having thanks us. Thanks for having this is us, awesome, man. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have time for one more track from Lazy Acres. Mr. Boss Man, please forgive me. I ain't done nothing wrong But you've had this plan Just to can me In your head all along Get the feeling I ain't it Glad the worst Is coming out of pass Oh, Mr. Boss Man you know money can't buy class well, I 
since moved on New beginnings I just ain't had time to reach But my morals They're improving Since you have none to teach So keep your high times And your fine Mr. Boss Man, you know money can buy class. It's no longer feeling a loss. That's just something that you can't see. It's not even a thought And you lost one hell of an employee Seems to have more people leaving Everyone's finding out You're just for your own well-being Make those promises now All those ears closed All those heads turned Oh, how's it feel Lose all you have Mr. Boss Man you know money can buy glass That goes to show you That money can buy What is this? 
What's a promise you don't keep? Made this bed so now you sleep. With all those lies you tell yourself to get those eyes to close at night, I hope you think about me. Sometimes life don't go your way. It doesn't work. Thanks for listening to our Pacific Northwest music. Hope you enjoyed it. Check us out next month. Thanks so much to our friends Jack Mattingly and the Whiskey Fever. That was the track you heard at the start. And here it is again. Wouldn't want to miss this off the album Oceans of Trouble. Go check it out. They're from Cedro Wood. Ooh, you wouldn't want to miss this.